Hi there, it's Scott Rockfile back with another uh, podcast review for you. Got to talk about the new movie, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Before I get a whole bunch of negative comments, I'm not a fan. I mean, I, I was a little old when Transformers came out. I was a fan of Japanese stuff. They did the transforming thing before Hasbro did Transformers. And the whole idea that there's an alien planet out there where some cybernetic life form has risen to sentience and they decided to be transforming versions of American cars and trucks never made sense to me. It just never did. That being said, I did not watch the show, but I've seen the movie, which I enjoyed. And I watched the first five movies from Michael Bay with the interest more in how they were made. The robot designs are so intricate. How can you not be just enamored watching these things unfold and there's gears and things spinning all in them and when they talk and everything? It's really impressive technology. And the movies have always had that. So as the movies got a little more over the top and worse, like what? The last night, seriously, I barely got through that one. I was pretty much done with the Transformer movies because they hadn't done more than what I'd seen in the first one. It just became more bashing of robots and destroying buildings and stuff like that. And then they made Bumblebee. I really liked Bumblebee. This was a story that if you took the Transformer out of it, it would still be a decent story and it would still be a decent movie. That the Transformers in it and in the end, you got some Transformer action, I think, should make Transformer fans happy. But I thought Bumblebee was great. So when this movie was announced, I had planned to see it in the theater, but things didn't work out this year. And when it was coming out on 4K, I tend to buy steel books, and it's a really cool-looking steel book. I'm like, okay, well, the reviews were pretty good. The budget was at $195 to $200 million, and it made over $400 million, almost $500 million. So uh, with almost a half a billion dollar gross, I guess there's going to be more Transformer movies, right? And there's two more in the pipeline, an animated prequel and then a sequel to this. Director Stephen Capel Jr. directed it. I have not seen anything he's done before. He did Creed 2 was his biggest movie. And then they gave him the keys to this. <laughs> I've talked in many podcasts that I don't know how young directors get the keys to a $200 million Hollywood film. That's got, I, granted, with a Marvel movie or a Transformer movie, there are producers in the movie studio and all hundreds of people under you that really, if the director fumbles, the crew is going to carry it across the finish line, right? I mean, you're talking hundreds of people working on some of these big-budget films. So, yes, you need a director with a vision, but in the end, whatever's going to come out is basically what they plan to come out. They're kind of products to a certain extent. And what I liked about um, Bumblebee is it felt less like a product and more like an actual story that then they kind of, you know, horned in, shoot in all of the, like, Transformers-type stuff. And when this one started, well, we get this we jump full back into full-blown Transformers mythology at the beginning, which was interesting. And like I said, the special effects are always fantastic. Then we cut to 1994, and I'm thinking, all right, because the Bumblebee was like the late 80s, and this will be in the 90s. This makes sense. And they focus in on a family and a guy, and he's he's trying to get some health care for his little brother. And um, it's your standard, you know, and then we get into some transformer action. I'm getting into it. But the whole thing now we have transforming animals or animals that are robots, but they're sentient. I, again, the whole idea that some robot sentience, some mechanical sentience um, 
came to life on a planet, Cybertron, whatever, and then decided to pick these shapes and stuff. It really doesn't make sense to me. Um, but is there more? Was there a creator who decided that one was going to be an eagle and one was going to be a gorilla? I don't know. Anyway, or was that just the toy line? I know that what Transformers really is, and I get that. But I still like to think the best of movies, that we're trying to get some art across here, not just sell toys and, and make half a billion dollars on a two-hour movie. That's the other thing. It's just a little over two hours. It's not too long. But, you know, two-thirds of the way through the movie, you know what's going to happen. We're going to have about 45 minutes of nonstop action. And the action, again, the special effects, I could find no flaws. It's really well-made film from beginning to end. The robots, the Transformers, are just glorious to look at. So detailed. And this is a razor-sharp 4K transfer with a nice active Dolby Atmos mix. Everything's firing in all cylinders for this film. But again, it just felt like one of the Michael Bay movies more than it felt like Bumblebee. And that was a bit of a, a, a shame because I expected a little bit more of a Bumblebee vibe. So am I done with them again? I don't know. I'm going to talk about a spoiler here in a second, so I'll let you know when that's coming. Um, the story was fine. Like I said, the, the addition of animals, you didn't really need all that. You really didn't. You you had a story, and you not just the, the human characters, but you had a story with the robots that really didn't need to throw animals into it either, but I guess we got to sell some toys. If you like the first five or six Transformers movies, then you will probably like this one. If you are not a fan, this one will not change your mind like Bumblebee did <laughs> for me, but I did like it better than some of the Michael Bay movies. There is more heart here. There is more uh, down-to-earth filmmaking, even though it does kind of devolve into what you expect the special effects extravaganza at the end so there's a couple of beats afterwards and we'll get into spoilers if you haven't already decided to watch this or not i'd say you know give it a shot if you can stream it for free um should you buy the expensive 4k uh, steelbook maybe not i don't know it depends on how much mileage you get out of this movie so spoilers in three two one at the very end of the film our main character gets a job offer and you think it's going to be like the CIA or whatever, and it's not. And at the very end, he flips over the card, and it's G.I. Joe. I think it's very smart to put these things together, maybe in an upcoming movie or whatever. The G.I. Joe movies are not terrible. I mean, they're not great by any stretch of the imagination. And even Snake Eyes was passable, but it wasn't great. Uh, but what else are they going to... I mean, we've gone to outer space. We've gone to the moon with these Transformers, and, and you know, what else are they going to do? So... Teaming it up with G.I. Joe in the next movie, that could be interesting. And the animated prequel, nah, I don't really care, but if you're a fan, maybe. I did play that um, Cybertron game that came out a few years ago. That Transformers game was actually really good, very exciting, very fun to play. So if you're in the Autobots, Decepticons, and Unicrons, and all the other Crons and Cons in the Transformers universe, then you will probably like Transformers Rise of the Beasts. It's another one. Uh, I would love to say it was as good as Bumblebee. It's a step below that, but it was better than some of the Michael Bay films. And I enjoyed the story, the characters more than a lot of those middling Michael Bay films. So, um, but again, your mileage will vary based on how big a fan you are of Transformers. You might really love this movie. Like I said, not a Transformers fan. This won't probably change your mind at all, but it was entertaining and I didn't fall asleep in it. So there's a good thing. Uh, a little disappointed. I was hoping for a little more Bumblebee, but it really wasn't bad. Um, that being said, I hope for more on the next one. Hopefully. We'll see. Transformers Rise of the Beasts, available now. Streaming services, Redbox, um, Blu-ray, 4K. There's probably even a DVD out there. I don't know why, but anyway. Uh, the movie looks fantastic and sounds fantastic in 4K. 
um, again, the special effects, the intricacies of the robots and stuff, unbeatable. I mean, that's some of the best special effects out there these days. So kudos for that. Just wish there was more of a story to it that was highly entertaining. Available now. I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile. Thank you for listening. Have a spectacular day. Mm-hmm.